So with that, uh, we're going to go, we're going to dive into the word. And so if you would uh, bow your heads and hearts with me, please. Our Heavenly Father, again, we say thank you. Thank you for uh, another beautiful Lord's Day. Father, just, just thank you for uh, um, the breath of life. Thank you for watching over us while we slept. Um, just, just thank you for safe travel um, to, to, to go from our home to this space. Father, if we're not careful, we'll just take it for granted. We're supposed to arrive safely. We're supposed to wake up. We're supposed to have food in the cabinets. We're supposed to have gas in the car. But Father, it's because of your grace and your mercy. You, you've provided those things. Let us never ever take those things for granted or to be casual in our, our thanksgiving to you. Thank you. Thank you for the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for these, your daughters and sons, my brothers and sisters. Father, thank you for all of us that call this assembly home, City Church of Sacramento. Thank you for those that are uh, participating uh, through technology. But Father, I thank you for those that are assembled here. Father, you know us, uh, you created us, you, you, you know every issue of life. You know the things that keep us tossing and turning in the middle of the night. You, you, you know the things that uh, cause us to shed tears unexplainably. Uh, you know us. Father, please meet us at the point of our need and we will say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's in the name of your son, my savior, our savior, Jesus the Christ, we ask it all. Let every heart say. So we are continuing our, our systematic walk through Paul's letter to the Romans. The last time we looked at the first seven verses of the 13th verse where we read, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, Whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right, and you will be commended. For the one in authority is God's servant, for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. This is also why you pay taxes, for the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Uh, for those that continue to think, well, you know, uh, 
much of the New Testament was written two millennia ago. It's got no application for today or little application for today. They haven't read Romans. Um, but just as a reminder, don't bury our faces on the backside of the tree and uh, snuggle up to some bark. And that's all we see is the bark on the backside of a tree. And we miss seeing the entire forest, as I shared last week, like Joseph, like Daniel, like Nehemiah, my allegiance, our allegiance is not to a flag or to a republic. It's to a savior. Say that again. Our allegiance, our allegiance, our allegiance is not to a flag. It's not to a country. It's not to a republic. It's, it's not to a sorority, it's not to a fraternity. I mean, some of y'all can, if I called you up, okay, Deltas, do your things. Kappas, do your thing. You'd bounce across here, you know? You, you do the boom, 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 boom. You have allegiance. Those, that's not our, we don't, allegiance. Our allegiance is to a savior. That's where our allegiance lies. Fraternities come, fraternities go. Sororities come, sororities go. Governments come, governments go. Our allegiance is to a savior. In the fifth chapter of the Acts of the Apostles, Peter and the other apostles told the Sanhedrin, we must obey God rather than men. We must obey God, not, not like we have a choice in the matter. If my allegiance, if, uh, the, the, if my allegiance is to some, either that or your allegiance means nothing. But if my allegiance is sincere, then it has to be consistent. And so when it comes time to choose, there's really no choice. Um, I'll, I'll dive into that in, in a second. Um, so what are you saying, uh, Pastor Meeks? What I'm saying is governmental authority is not absolute. If my allegiance is to a savior, there, there necessarily will be times of conflict. There will be times when the things just don't line up. They just, 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 just won't. So, so how we respond to government must be seen or synthesized or sieved or however you want to put it through the relationship we have with God and doing his will. So part of that means what, how I respond to authority, government or otherwise, is not if I feel like, well, you know, the government gets too much in the way of taxes anyway, so I'm gonna shave a little bit off and they won't miss it. They, 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 they just waste it anyway. It's not your call. That's not your call. That's not your call. Um, what does scripture say? What does the Holy Spirit say to each of us uh, when those times of inevitable conflict come up? There's an, I've shared it before, I say it now. There's an unholy conflation between flag and faith. There's an unholy conflation between flag and faith. You think I'm, <laughs> trust me, uh, I've shared before, I, you know, I mean, 
You will never see a flag in, as long as I'm pastor, in the sanctuary of City Church of Sacramento. Pastor, what are you saying? You just heard me, I didn't stutter. <laughs> You're not gonna see a flag. It, it, no more than you would see it in times of Christ, a Roman eagle crest in the synagogue uh, where Jesus was worshiping. It's like, what, what, why is that even debatable? Why, 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 what, step back from the cliff. What are we doing? See, if we conflate flag and faith, when flag goes askew, our faith kind of goes with it. Because we've moored them, we've tied them together. See, then, then that undercuts our ability to speak truth to power. I know. Oh, well, there goes the tithes and offering. That's all right. Um, we need to remember that our spiritual compass, like Joseph, is going to be the source of both your abasement and your persecution. Shared before, again, you know, uh, someone was, was reflecting on the conflict that's going over in Eastern Europe, and uh, their comment was, I can't understand why there's this, this level of animus and conflict and, and all of that in the 21st century, as if we've arrived somewhere spiritually. I don't understand. Why get, does evil exist? I know we don't like to think there's a little bit of Jeffrey Dahmer in everybody. Well, I haven't eaten every, anybody. No, but we eat people with our lips sometimes. I just need to set them straight. They, I need to teach them how to respect me. You know, you know. Got to set them straight. God doesn't want me to be a doormat, so I need to teach you something. I'm just saying. So today, we pick up at the eighth verse where we read. See, again, don't bury your nose in the bark. Look at what Paul is saying. Let no debt remain outstanding accept the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command. I love the Cliff Notes version of the Bible. Uh, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. I like how the message version reads, same text. Again, not word for word, thought for thought, okay? Don't run up debts except for the huge debt of love you owe to each other. 
When you love others, you complete what the law has been after all along. The law code. Don't sleep with another person's spouse. Don't take someone's life. Don't take what isn't yours. Don't always be wanting what you don't have. And other and any other don't you can think of finally adds up to this. Love other people as well as you do yourself. You can't go wrong when you love others. When you add up everything in the law code, the sum total is love. I just, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just, the word just is beautiful. It's, it's, and it's, okay. Having addressed the followers of Christ that a debt, a civic obligation, dare I say something external is due to govern authorities, what does Paul do? He, Paul is slick. Uh, he now addresses a spiritual debt that is owed to one another, flipping the script, so to speak, from the external to the internal. See, it's one thing to pay taxes to the government. It's altogether different to give love to my enemies. It's altogether different to do and want good for those that abuse me. See, it's altogether different to forgive those that have wronged me far beyond 70 times seven times. It's love. It's love. Love is not transactional. I know, we, 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 uh, I'll do this if you do that. I know my wife loves me. I know my wife loves me. <laughs> but I know there are certain things that if I do them, her love, Gail's love, will reach its limit. And don't look at her strange, you got a limit too. <laughs> See, I'm capable and probably have at least once <laughs> written a check that I can't cash. And I'm not talking about money. And if she were to try and process that check through the bank of Gail Charlize Rogers, <laughs> it would come back insufficient funds. <laughs> it's like, sorry bro, that check done bounced. I'll do loving things to and for you as long as you reciprocate. Love. I'm talking about love. Not like, not lust, not infatuation, I'm talking about love. Love, love. Um, 
I've, I've shared before, and I feel compelled to share again. The reason we don't know what love is in those times we don't know what love is is because we have not like with the currency like I keep saying you keep studying the real then you'll know the phony without hanging around the phony if you really understood what love is then you won't go for the world's okie doke oh baby I love you can't can't help stupid I'm sorry I just I can't Oh, I love you. If I gave you the four letters and scrambled them up and say, spell it. O-V-L-E. Love. If couples that have come to me and express their love to one another understood what love really is they may not get married but if they were really sincere they would not the marriages wouldn't end in divorce talking about love love uh see see if a wooden reading with, oh, well, see, Paul's talking about, you know, you shouldn't run up credit card bills, and it's like, don't be stupid. It's just like, they're not talking about that. He's talking about what is that thing that motivates us to do the things that we do. Because you see, love, genuine love, I'm talking about real love, it has no limit and it doesn't have an expiration date. I'm talking about real love. I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking about real love. Love is at the heart of everything that is good and perfect. See, recall the time when the religious Je uh, leaders uh, questioned Jesus. They were trying to trip him up. And uh, they said, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied. See, what, if, what we want, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Jesus, Emmanuel, God in the flesh, made clear that love is at the foundation of everything that's of God. Everything, everything. We dive deep into, like I say, eschatological study.
Nothing wrong with that. We can quote, we can quote scripture backward and forward. We give financially. And in extreme, we may even give our bodies to be burned. But the text says, outside of the bonds of love, it's a waste. You can do everything religious. You can do everything prescriptive. But if at the foundation, at the root, at the heart, the thing that fertilizes the plant you're trying to grow, if it's not love, it is a waste. Love. Love. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. Get this. For whoever loves others, what? Has fulfilled the law. I'm just reading the text. That's all I'm doing. Fulfilled. It's in the perfect tense. It's complete. But it's got ongoing application. And impact. The, 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 the takeaway is the love that Paul is talking about is evidence that the fulfillment of all that is the law has been fulfilled. I don't know about you, that's not just good news, that's great news. That's so why I keep saying in this thing we call Christian walk, we keep trying. We keep trying to be holy. I hear you, be holy. You will continually write checks that can't be cashed. And you'll get frustrated, and at some point along the line, you will get divorced. Spiritually, I'm tired. I'm tired. All of God's children are tired. What's, God, what's tired got to do with our relationship with God? Well, I have right standing. Before an infinitely holy God, it's love-driven, not act-driven. Uh, okay, so now it's time for a caution before you think I'm going down a Rob Bell path or something like that. And for those of you who know Rob Bell, uh, that's fine. For those of you who don't, that's okay. Just, just let it, here's your time to close your eyes and go to sleep. Uh, don't make the mistake of extending Love beyond the author of love. Wake up now. Or to put another way, real love is only possible in, through, and with a relationship with God. See, 
again, what the world will pass off is, let's just do some nice things. Let's yeah, nothing wrong with Habitat for Humanity. There's there's everything right with that. We you you know City Church. That's how we roll. This is this is we are called to be active in the community. But if somehow you think that loving act is somehow chips towards uh, uh, my salvific relationship with God, I'm so sorry. As I said before, a broken clock is right at least twice a day. So there are certain things that even the world does that if you're not careful, you look at, man, they must really know God. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Are you saying that those that aren't of God can't display love? I heard you. See, that's what you were thinking. That, that's, that's what you were thinking. Well, let me just say. Well, let me just repeat what the Apostle John said. Dear friends. Let us love one another. What does the text say? For love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God. Why? Because God is love. Love comes from God. Love comes from God. They say you should say things three times, so why not? Love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God. God is love. The implication is God just doesn't do loving things. His very essence is love. These are absolute, declarative, unambiguous statements. Conclusion? I'm not a genius. I'm not, a, I'm not the brightest bulb on the tree. Uh, you know, I, I, I had a three-point-something GPA when I graduated. Uh, it's only the very spirit of the living God inside of me that frames my thoughts, that controls my actions, that anchors my heart, that allows me to know and to be loved. It's the only way. See, again, but if we don't study what love is, we will see counterfeit currency and say that's love she or he bought dinner she or he took me on a that's the bar that that's the bar that's the threshold for the expression of love I'm just about done. Paul concludes this portion of text with 
Love does no harm to a neighbor. Love is the fulfillment of the law. Um, I know you know this, Sister, Sister Jones. Uh, Dionne Warwick didn't sing it first, right? You know, what the world needs now. It was, who, who sang it first? It was somebody else. Come on, you all know. Don't, don't pretend like a, don't make me bust out and singing. All right, I'm gonna do it. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. That's the only thing that there's just too little of. See, even the world, even the world knows that. What we seem to have in abundance. You know what's not love when it becomes transactional. You ought to know that. I do certain things. See, even a dog and cat know that. If you scratch behind my ear and put food in the dish, I'll show up. That's, that's, not, a, that's not love. Well, it, I know, I know. We, the, the Mark David Meeks is self-centered, ugly, has to be right, asserts his will, uh, doesn't care about, and you guys looking at me like, boy, you're that bad? You're worse. <laughs> See, we need to understand what we're dealing with. We clean up okay. We put on certain religious clothes and we pass ourselves off as we're nice people. We're nice. We're, we're, we're nice. Until there becomes a, a divide, a fork in the road where you have to... Uh, <laughs> uh, Sister Meeks would get after me later. Uh, but as I was sharing, uh, um, what was it, honey? It was a, it was a last morsel of food. And uh, I said, let's just pretend I'm Elijah. <laughs> she said, you're not. <laughs> she, <you> know, <laughs> there becomes a choice you have to make. And then it's like, okay, so what's that choice? Uh, look, I had this little bit and it was just for me and my child and we're going to eat that. And you come along and you're asking, you're putting on an expectation that the world would say is unreasonable. I would dare say and I just, I'm obviously, I'm just teasing, teasing Gail. I'd be right there with uh, myself. It's like, you know what, Elijah, not today. Because I've said that. And I've shared that story. And the response is, well, when is the day? When is the day? What? Uh, 
Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. I am done. When, when, we, when we fully recognize, I mean fully recognize what love is, not I'm doing, I used to, I pray I don't do that anymore because, you know, life, just life, just life, um, and being better tomorrow than I am today, uh, or being better than I was, being better than yesterday, but not as good as I'll be tomorrow, um, the Holy Spirit and that sanctification that takes place, um, I'm not the same. I'm not the same. And I, I pray that each of us, with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, you're not the same. That you're better than you were yesterday, but not as good as you'll be tomorrow. That I don't approach an infinitely holy God with fake love currency. What are you saying? God, if you, if, if I do these things, you'll grant me a few wishes. Couples play that game. Couples play that game. My motivation. See, that's why, that's why, and we've studied that. We systematically walk through the book of Habakkuk. And when the prophet lays out, uh, he paints a picture for for praise. And it's not a pretty picture. Who would praise when uh, there's nothing in the refrigerator? Who would praise when there's nothing, the, the 401s have dried up, the stock market takes a dive? Who's gonna praise? Who's, who's gonna praise uh, when the doctor gives you a bad news or you receive a call from the police department, I'm so sorry to report. Who is going to praise? I submit the only person, the only type of person that will praise in those situations are those that are truly in love with the creator of the universe. And I don't possess that it's the Holy Spirit of the living God that allows me to express that love back to the one who gave it to me. Let's pray. Our Father, our God, how I love you. Father, I love you. I love you. 
Abir. Through the pain, through the tears, through the heartbreak, through the disappointment, through the laughter, through the giggles, through the sunshine, I love you. Father, you know me. You know I don't have that. I don't on my own possess that, that love. So I have to say thank you. Thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit that fills my soul, that gives me wisdom, to recognize how much I am loved and appreciated even in my lowest point. But Father, I'm not unique. You do the same for everybody. Every man, every woman, every child. We get to enjoy you as if we were your only child. That's how much you love us. Thank you, Abba. Thank you. It's the name of your Son, my Savior, the Christ. We ask it all. Amen. Please stand. Stand to our feet. Know how much you're loved. Know how much you're loved. Know how much you are loved. God so loved the world that he came. And I like to believe that if I were the only person in need of salvation, he would have figured out a way just for me. Our Father, our God, again, thank you. Thank you for Christ. Thank you for the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for these, my brothers and sisters, your sons and daughters. Thank you for how you continue to bless us in ways that we can't even explain. Be with us, Father, until we have the opportunity to meet again. Be with us, watch over us, protect us from the evil one world and ourselves. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Let every heart say. Amen. Greet somebody. Greet somebody.